It's time for Golf DMV. The podcast highlighting golf in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. Low handicap, high handicap, or somewhere in between. If you love golf, you're in the right place. PGA, LPGA, industry trends. Golf DMV has it covered. This is Golf DMV. And now, here's Claude Jennings. All right, everybody, welcome back to the Golf DMV podcast, the podcast highlighting golf in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. We are basically the official golf podcast of the D.C., Maryland, Virginia area. Why we are the official golf podcast is because there's no other golf podcast in D.C., Maryland, Virginia (laughs) that highlights golf courses in D.C., Maryland, Virginia. I'm Claude Jennings. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast and for sharing the podcast with your friends. By the way, you can like us on Facebook now. Just search uh, Golf DMV. We've got great picks up there, some uh, great articles also from uh, Golf Digest and other publications that we find very helpful. Also, we're going to include some instructional videos with some of the teaching pros that we have coming up uh, on the show in a few weeks. So you definitely want to uh, like us on Facebook for those helpful tips. Uh, Also, I'm getting a couple of requests, by the way, for Golf DMV to host um, a few beginner and intermediate clinics. And by Mm -hmm. a few requests, I mean like 12 or 13. (laughs) That's enough enough to do one if you ask any uh, teaching pro in the area. So we'll see about that. Maybe a Golf DMV tournament or two um, later in the year. But we'll see. We'll see how that all pans out. Today in studio, I'm glad to have back uh, Lawrence Brooks. We call him LB. LB, what's up? All right, brother. And we've got Sherman Gray. Sherman, how are you, man? Good, man. How about you? Oh, man, I'm doing wonderful. So you guys already know I had the opportunity to speak with uh, Stephen Jeffrey. He's the GM at Lake Presidential. We had a a time to talk, uh, and he talked a lot about the renovations going on uh, off the course, on the course. He shared a real desire and commitment to uh, try to improve the player experience. Now, we all know, because we talk to people who play in this area, that Lake Presidential, uh, for the most part, has had a lot of bad reviews when it comes to the on the course yeah. experience with the course being in bad shape he was right. open about that and talked a lot about that and so we'll talk about their challenges we'll play that interview coming up a little bit later in the show uh sure lb you both played lake presidential you know, when it opened it was probably you know one of the premier courses in pg county right. all the talk was about right. lake presidential you guys remember when it came out uh and you guys have played there too talk yes. about for lake presidential a little bit before we get yeah. to the interview well actually lake presidential is where i told my uh that ligament in my wrist. Ah, right. Yeah, so hole number three, to be exact, <laughs> on the tee box, matter of fact. So, yeah. Now, was it the course's fault, or was it was it user? I'm blaming, user. I'm blaming the course. I'm blaming the course, <laughs> especially when it's in the state of disrepair as it is now. Uh, it was definitely the course's fault. I need to talk to my lawyer about that. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Yeah, I, I, I like the course. I mean, it's mm-hmm. uh, it has been getting some horrible reviews lately, but when I played Well-deserved. Well deserved, absolutely. Right, right. Uh, but when I played it, it's challenging but fair. Uh, you know, they. I think it's really cool that it's you know local course that was a U.S. Open qualifier right. mm-hmm. uh, in 2013. Right. Um, and you know, really, my I know that on the interview he's going to talk about hole 11. I think that was my favorite hole. I mean, it is. Yeah, it is a monster. It's got some really challenging holes. Yeah. I mean, for I, to, par four, uh, they, you know, hole 11 at the bottom of the this elevated green looks like. The tee box over par three. <laughs> That's how hard this elevated green is because everybody's chipping to try to get back up. So, right. so it was a cool course. Yeah, no, and I remember you had specifically talked about uh, hole number eleven when we were talking uh, before the show. That that's one of your favorite ones. And for me, uh, eighteen is super challenging. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, you know, great, great way to end. 
what normally is a bad round for me. Uh, and then <laughs> hole number one. I think number eight is mine. Uh, number eight is yours? I think it's number eight. Yeah, yeah. I'm trying to remember what. Do you, you guys know golfers who can just remember hole by hole every course? Like, I'm not that guy. And so, yeah, so it's yeah. like, yeah, this Some course courses, has, yes. Yeah, they really pit. stick you in have to after I play them 30 or 40 times. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> right. And so uh, hole number one, though, I like because it kind of plays to my left shank. I'm left-handed. And so I, I tend to shank my driver's left. But if I hit it hard enough or, or far enough before it slices left, mm-hmm. um, uh, it usually puts me in a pretty good position <laughs> for the pro shot. But anyway, I want to jump right into this interview. Uh, again, Stephen Jeffrey, the GM at Lake Presidential. A great interview. Again, I think you'll find this, uh, especially local golfers who've been to Lake Presidential, maybe you've been disappointed by the course conditions. I think you'll like this interview because he's open and honest about the conditions of the course, mm-hmm. but he's Absolutely. also open and honest about his desire to try to change that. And they right. invested a lot of time and a lot of money. Right. A lot of money. Money with your mouth. <laughs> I yeah. mean, so, I mean, because it's easy to say we want to make it better, mm-hmm. you know, but he's investing a lot of money in, in right. the, in the uh, off the course experience and also on the course. So let's hear the uh, portions of my interview now with Stephen Jeffrey, uh, GM at Lake Presidential in Upper Marlboro, Maryland. Right up at Lake Presidential in Upper Marlboro, Maryland, in uh, PG County, sitting down with uh, GM here at Lake Presidential, uh, Stephen Jeffrey. Stephen, thank you so much for joining us on Golf DMV. Happy to do it. So, for those who uh, may have never played at Lake Presidential um, uh, and they're looking for somewhere to play in Prince George's County or in the DC, Maryland, Virginia area, uh, what makes Lake Presidential unique? What's the golf experience here? What's uh, the experience also off the course here at Lake Presidential? Yeah, this course was rated several years ago when it opened up as probably the number two place to play. In Maryland, we have an absolutely wonderful track and a true test of golfing skills. The course has suffered some maintenance issues over the last years, and we're working ridiculously hard to repair those. So there's a massive undertaking on that. So this year, we get to focus totally and solely on the guest experience as we rejuvenate the course. In fact, we call it this year, you know, 2017, is the building of retrust. So letting us know that we are actually, with the guest in mind, the golfer in mind, rebuilding the club to what it once was and, frankly, even getting it even better. Um, Some of the neat things that we've done is actually reduced our tee time intervals. So a lot of public courses or high-end daily fees are working on 8 and 9 and sometimes 10-minute intervals. We actually move it back to 12. There is no focus on playing fast and pushing golfers out. As we repair the course... We want to expand that differential between the golfers so they're not pressured. We still want them to get around fast like every golf course does, and pace of play is always a point of focus. But at 12-minute intervals, that allows people to actually have space in front of them and have space behind them and still get around the course easily in four and a half hours. Service-wise, we've changed over the entire team here. We have a great little oasis here in the middle of PG County. You know, it's an awesome community. We've got some 1,500 to 1,800 homes here. Selfishly, it's almost like a little captive audience. Mm-hmm. So we've got a brand new chef on. We've changed our whole menu. We have gone away from the traditional golf course style foods. You know, hot dogs and wraps are still available. We've expanded those selections out and really kind of with the community in mind. So they now have a place to come and eat regularly. Um, so we actually kind of have two businesses now. We have a golf course 
And then we have a nice restaurant slash banquet facility. Let's dive into some of the off the course um, changes. You talked about the banquet area. A lot of people like to have events at golf courses. What are some of the renovations and changes that you've done uh, in that respect? Yeah, we've made a massive commitment again to our banquet room and our event facilities. We have completely gutted, as we mentioned earlier, the interior of the clubhouse. But the banquet room specifically is now these wonderful neutral tone grays and charcoals that you know maybe you're defined as very regal looking mm-hmm. um you know so when the, a bride potential bride or reception or an anniversary party those types of things come here it is a wonderful setting and the banquet room looks straight right out onto the lake mm-hmm. and if you're in the late evening and like this time of year right now you get a wonderful sunset on the lake as you look out from the banquet room out onto the golf course um we have upgraded the painting, and we've upgraded the draperies, and we have these beautiful new bling-bling chandeliers, and we've changed all LED lighting throughout the club, so it's nice, consistent, cool lighting. Um, the wallpaper has silver strands going through it. You know, we've upgraded to Shivari chairs. We have custom linens now that match the whole decor. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, everything are in these kind of muted gray tones, and it's really subtle. Um, we're doing great. We've uh, opened up the side of the building where there used to be a dumpster and kind of a storage facility. And it is now a wonderful potential for a ceremony site. So oh, wow. the view of the lake is completely unobstructed over there now and really opens up the club. So if somebody wants to do an outdoor event, we have all new patio furniture as well. So you know, they can have an outdoor event. They can be on the side of the building adjacent to the banquet room and still enter in there. So... You know, we really do a great job with parties of about 120 to 140. Um, we just had a big party here about two weeks ago for 170. Oh, Went wow. off swimmingly. Um, but, uh, you know, we definitely have that little bit of a niche that, uh, I mean, this is a great place to come. Mm-hmm. You know, it's quiet, it's nice, and relaxing, and they can't help but have a fabulous time. So when we talk about the remodel, basically it is from front to back. Mm-hmm. We've invested probably nearly $400,000 on just a facelift on the clubhouse. From the moment that you enter the parking lot, Mm -hmm. you'll see brand new landscaping. We've opened up the views onto the lake as you come down the drive. The building has been repainted completely, all new light fixtures. Once you step inside, you'll see all new lighting fixtures. You'll see new hardwood flooring. You'll see new carpet. You'll see wonderful new paint, new furnishings awesome wallpapers and it's all designed with improving and leveraging that guest experience so you know homeowners or golfers now can really feel proud when they walk in Mm -hmm. as we all know golf drives the business and you know some of the people will say well you know you spend so much money the inside go fix the golf course well we've done the exact same thing there we've invested the exact same amount onto the golf course um, unfortunately, the golf course doesn't get changed overnight, mm-hmm. you know, like the inside of the club does. So we have a wonderful superintendent. His name is Sean Gill. He's nothing short of fabulous. <laughs> anyway, Sean and his team are working outside. Um, they're doing all of the science required to grow bent grass here in the Mid-Atlantic region, arguably one of the most difficult areas to grow bent grass. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we have re-identified what the real issues were here. Mm-hmm. Um, again, I talked about the science, but we've changed the pH balance of the soil. We're aerating like crazy. That opens up the, this hard, compacted clay to allow the proper growth of seed. So we've put on the proper seed, regulating water control. Um, 
in the four and a half months that I've been here already, we probably have a 40% improvement already on grass coverage. And that's already in the winter months before it's even started to grow here for, you know, what's happening right now. Over the next 60 plus days, regular patrons and golfers will continue to see a massive escalation in the quality of the grass as well as the coverage. Um, there are areas where, frankly, you're just going to have to resod. We'll attack those right away. Aeration begins on April 17th and 18th here for the greens. And about 30 days after that, our greens will be nothing short of spectacular. I mean, they're already rolling great. They're already very firm, you know, rolling very, very nicely. So you never have to be afraid about going right for the flagstick. Nice, nice. So you guys just had um, uh, a couple of events, um, almost like an open house, a reintroduction to um, Lake Presidential. Uh, and like you said, it was very important um, to, you know, like you said, 2017 being the year of uh, restoring trust. Um, uh, what was that event like um, uh, for those who weren't able to make it out? And it seems like it's very important um, as far as letting the golfers know that, hey, we're restoring Lake Presidential to, to, to what it once was. Uh, but like you said, on the course, that doesn't happen overnight. Yeah, we've had a, what we called our Lake Presidential Remastered because it coincided with the Masters Golf Tournament. Um, we had five straight nights of opening events starting on March 30th with our VIP night with you know local community leaders, local civic leaders. Um, the Bureau of Travel for Maryland was here, governor's office representative, that type of thing. Um, showed them you know what was going on here. Some of the people hadn't been here in a while. Um, massive change for them. Uh, Monday, April 3rd was a regular open house. You know, we offered some specialty foods and items and some of the things we're experimenting with for our upcoming menus to give people a different taste. Um, Tuesday night, the 4th, was our member appreciation night. So we recognized a lot of the members that have been here for quite a while and some of the other members that will be called our distinguished members. Um, that have made a real contribution to propelling the club forward and staying involved and staying connected. Uh, Wednesday the 5th was focused solely and specifically on the residents of the Beach Tree community here. Mm -hmm. We had a great bounce house for the kids. We were doing all kinds of uh, instructional demonstrations on the range uh, every half hour from 3 to 8 p.m., we had a great DJ in here as well as food specials again. And then uh, Thursday the 6th, we had a second VIP night, which was a lot of our business partners and vendors. Mm-hmm. So a lot of real estate agents, people that are really kind of connected to the Beach Street community here. Personally, I think they all went fabulously. Mm-hmm. I think people had a good time. There were lots and lots of great positive comments on not only what we're doing with the club, but even the uh, substantial differences we have made in the service levels of the clubs. You know, sometimes it's a lot more than a paint job. Right. to really make a difference and move that guest experience. All right, that was part one of my interview with Stephen Jeffrey, GM at uh, Lake Presidential. You know, before we talk about what he said, you know, what I tried to do, you know how sometimes you listen to the radio and you um, and you listen to a sports broadcast and the uh, guy interviews like the coach in the locker room says, okay, so we're here with the uh, coach. I tried to do something <laughs> I tried to do something like that. I wanted to sound like a locker room interview insider. Uh, and it's Golf DMV. Yeah, my interview with Stephen Jeffrey from uh, Lake Presidential GM uh, in Upper Marlboro, Maryland. And so what what's out to you guys about part one of that interview 
I'll, I'll lead off. Um, my biggest thing that I cannot stand, my number one pet peeve <laughs> on a golf course, is sitting on a tee box for 20, 30 minutes waiting on a weekend happy. <laughs> no, and I, that's and, why and, I don't even play right, on weekends right, anymore for the right, most part, right. unless that's the, like, the only day the fellas can get together. But if it is, it's got to be before 8 it's, o'clock or, right. or 8.30. You've got to get out the there time. when yes. the grass is still wet. <laughs> Otherwise, you will be there all day. But you, so do, I, but you do realize we are weekend hackers. Well, that's why I'm allowed <laughs> to criticize We're weekend hackers who play on Thursday afternoons. <laughs> we're weekend hackers that are smart enough not to come out there at ten o'clock right. in the morning on the Saturday. There you go. So I think that the biggest the biggest part for me was uh extending the length of time between their uh mm-hmm. tea times. Right. Mm-hmm. So, you know, there's some courses that you you go to and I, it they must be scheduling every three minutes. I mean in reality <laughs> it's probably five or six. Right. right. But again, right. you get a bunch of weekend hackers out there who right. have no clue what they're doing. And they're looking for their ball for fifteen right. minutes. Exactly. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yes. And we right. and we know people like that. Yes we yeah, do. Yeah. Who go to the course just to look your ball's in the fairway. Why are you over there near the trees? Well <laughs> right. I'm looking for extra balls. Like you're slowing everybody down. Right. Now, here, here's what's so, funny so customer service aspect, I'm sorry, customer service aspect, extending those tea times so that, mm-hmm. you know, you can have a quick round, you can get through your right. round, you know, that's big on service. Right. Um, so even if the course is still chewed up and they're still working on that, at least at least you're not going to be pissed off that you're waiting for 20 minutes on every tee box <laughs> mm-hmm. or on every shot right. and got to play a chewed up golf course. Right. 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 Well, what I like is the fact that close to Sherman's point is that, you know, he says, look, it's not the, the course is not going to be able to grow back overnight. Night. Like, I mean, you could do a paint job and do some construction in, in the clubhouse, right. and that's going to, that, you know, you do that in a week, and yeah, exactly. and you're good. Right. But the course is going to take time, and so I like the open and honesty about that, but then also to right. say that, so what we're really going to do this year is kind of focus on making sure that the customer and that the mm-hmm. guests have a great experience. Mm-hmm. And like Sherman said, that 12-minute interval is a huge deal, because, I mean, right. when you have, because not only are you waiting for people for 30 minutes, but then also when you look back and there's people, you know, waiting for you, you tend right. to want to hurry up, mm-hmm. and you don't, you know, and you know, right. you're rushing. Yeah. yeah. And, and yeah. here's one thing, too. And I'm going to post this on our Facebook page. You can like um, golf. Just search Golf DMV. You can like the Facebook page. I'm going to post a pace of play chart. You know what I mean? Because sometimes okay. people think that the group in front of them is playing too slow. Mm-hmm. And they're really not. They're playing mm-hmm. at the pace of play. Right. You're just playing a little bit too fast. Right. And so sometimes you want to rush yeah, the group. You need to back yeah. your tees up. Yeah, it's like, right. yo. Hey, you yes. need to be hitting yeah. from the blacks yes. and not the, <laughs> not the white. Right. <laughs> right. Stop breathing down the neck. Right. Give them a little bit of space. Uh-huh. And so, yeah. I, but, but I really like the fact. That, that he says, look, we're going to focus on customer experience. And I love the fact that he had the open house where mm-hmm. they um, yeah. spent some time bringing in people from the Beach Street community, right. also golfers who play there a lot, mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, some of the county dignitaries, right. if you, right. if you I got will, an, I got to bring an, them uh, in. I got an email from them, I guess it was a couple weeks ago. As a county dignitary or as no, a golfer? <laughs> honestly, I don't know where they got my name from. <laughs> you are the one and only LB. Yeah, yeah, there you go. So, LB, what did you think about that first part of the interview? Yeah, I agree with Sherman. I, I think the timing is good. What I... I guess what I didn't get out of it was he says he's going to make this a customer focus. Mm-hmm. What does that mean when you can't play golf? Right, right. Why, okay. why I'm, I mean, personally, why am I even going there mm-hmm. if I'm not playing golf? Right, right. Okay. So yeah. what what can you do for me now? I mean, if the course is going to take time to grow grow back in, I, I believe they're still open, though, right? Right, yeah, absolutely. Still so, open. When I went to the interview, there were guys yeah, okay. playing. Okay, so, so and, and this is one of my pet peeves. Okay, so you get a dog track of a course. Mm-hmm. Well, how much are you charging me to go play this dog track? Right, right, right. Mm-hmm. How much? Are the, I mm-hmm. experienced that this weekend where they aerated the greens, <laughs> but they charging me rack rate. Okay. <laughs> you know, hey, where's my discount for playing on these aerated greens? Mm-hmm. My my my, my uh, birdie shot is that was, toward the hole. Now, that wasn't at Lake Presidential. Was, just for a no, close. No, that was somewhere else. Okay. That was somewhere else uh-huh. in Montgomery County. 
Uh, but we'll you talk know, about that on the future yeah, we, show. Yeah, we'll talk about that later. But <laughs> but again, he's you, you got to compensate me if you want me to. For, that's from where I live. You want me to drive fifty miles right. to come play a golf course, and you're going to charge me rack rates, and I'm a, it's a dog track. Why why am I doing that? Right, right. No, that's a good point. And yeah. the, and the great thing is too, after this interview, uh, he did say um, he wanted me to come back in July so we can check out the course conditions mm-hmm. and also um, and so I can we can talk further about yeah. that. Like hey, we can you take know, him what? up on that. Yeah. <laughs> right. Wait, 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 hold on. He wants you to come back and play for free, right? Let's, let's get to the, yeah, let's yeah. Get to okay. chase. Yeah. You're talking about these pay-to-play, pay-to-play things. You're right. foursome, yeah. but you're foursome. He didn't say, I'll give you the tea time of your choice at Rack Rate. <laughs> well, part two of my interview with Stephen Jeffrey Jr. <laughs> at, uh, at Lake President had a really good time talking to him, and uh, it was funny because when I posted on social media that we were going to we were going to talk, I had a female golfer chime in and ask, you know, are there any things at Lake Presidential for the female golfer? Any female right. associations? Right. Any mm-hmm. kind of lessons specific mm-hmm. for females? Um, and uh, and and you'll hear yeah, his he answer. Yeah. He said something very interesting to me that uh, they was trying to do for female golfers and for golfers of my caliber, which is basically like a you know, maybe, I don't, well, don't want to offend anyone out there, but I play like a ten year old girl. <laughs> no offense to ten year old girls. I mean, you know, right. you know, but you just every, offended every every everybody's girl, sensitive right. nowadays. But yeah. yeah. So anyway, he he talks about something he wants to do to make it easier for golfers of my caliber. Check out this answer and the rest of the interview with uh, Stephen Jeffrey, uh, GM at Lake Presidential. Uh, one of the questions we've received on uh, social media had to do with uh, women golfers. Women golfers are uh, uh, increasing in number, and I had a young lady uh, ask, um, uh, "Does Lake Presidential have anything?" from women's leagues to women beginner lessons she's um, kind of looking to get into the game yeah we're uh we have to look into that to be honest with you a lot more closely than we have so far and again i've only been here four and a half months um this is not the easiest course for beginning golfers to be frank um you know some of the women have had a very difficult time there's just a lot of forced carries those kinds of things so one of the things that we're looking to combat that a little bit is doing par three Thursdays, oh. where we'll actually will change the dimensions of the golf course and allow people that are beginners or don't have great skill to come out and still have a fabulous time on a really good golf course. And we will set up the 18 holes as par three, so mm-hmm. different types of carries that everybody can play at that level. Um, for women, one of the great things that we have is a brand new director of instruction here. His mm-hmm. name is Chris Reese. As an individual that has over 20 years of teaching experience, he's a master club fitter. Um, he has a wonderful temperament for beginners and a great way of showing beginners how to really understand the, the, the points of the game. So if people are interested, they ought to call us here at the club, and uh, we'll hook them up with Chris and get them going on some lessons and get them uh, game ready. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you what, knowing area golfers, a lot of people are excited at the fact that Lake Presidential is being restored um, because when it first opened, it was the talk of uh, D.C., Maryland, and Virginia as, you know, a premier golf course in Prince George's County. Um, there are other, some other great courses in Prince George's County. I know Montgomery County has, um, you know, a reputation for some great public courses, also uh, Howard County, but there's some great public courses in, um, in PG County. When folks come Come here to play. Um, what are some of the the highlights? What, what holes um, are folks just leaving away talking about, or that stood out to you? You've been here uh, for the last four and a half months. What have, what have kind of stood out to you? Yeah, we actually have a couple of really great holes. I think as you go around the track, um, the course was originally designed for hole ten to be hole number one. We're actually experimenting with that right now. So the people that 
come here, they will know hole 18, which is a wonderful forced carry over the lake mm-hmm. to get back into the fairway. It's a grade far, par 5. It's a grueling hole. It's the 18th hole. So at the end of a long round, it might be the most difficult hole to play, which is why we're thinking of putting it at number 9. Um, and our own hole 9 is an awesome par 3 over water as you face into the clubhouse. So the clubhouse is designed around a hill, so you can actually have a nice little amphitheater. So if you're hosting a tournament, you could have everybody out there and watch the people finish. Right. Um, hole 2, which probably everybody sees from 301 as they drive, is just a great, nice little par 4, really well laid out. Um, 13 is another hole that's a favorite amongst members. Um, it's an elevated tee across a nice ravine to a nice flat landing area. You know, really good test of golf on a par 5. Um, hole 11 is probably everybody's most difficult hole. It's an mm-hmm. uphill par 4 to an elevated green that's really almost on a plateau of its own. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So shots that are long, shots that are short are definitely going to add strokes. Yeah. So. yeah. I played here maybe uh, the last time I was here might have been uh, two seasons ago, and I remember the first hole, and I remember 18. And 18, <laughs> 18 is a monster of a hole. You're absolutely correct about that. So you talked a little bit about um, you know where you see uh, uh, Lake Presidential going in the future and in our final moments uh, here on Golf DMV with the GM of Lake Presidential, uh, Stephen Jeffrey. Uh, Steve, for golfers looking um, for a premier experience in PG County, they have a lot of um, choices uh, of some really good courses, just even in this area here, right off 301. Um, uh, uh, what's the pitch for Lake Presidential? I think, it, frankly, it's all about the golf experience. You know, we want to invite them to come play. I mean, that's really what it's all about. You, As you just mentioned, you have lots and lots of choices. Um, I think what people now that have not been to Lake Presidential in a while we'll see that there's a ridiculously different service level. People are interested in having it. We're engaged. We want them to come and play here. We, you know, we want them here because we're here for them. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they'll see that differently. The, you know, the carts are in good condition. You know, we're working so hard on the golf course. Mm-hmm. Every day they will see the maintenance team out there doing something and leveraging the conditions of the golf course. The focus on pace of play and the tee time intervals. We're actually experimenting with maybe going to 15 minutes just to focus on that guest experience. Um, you know, why we rejuvenate this golf course. I mean, it's important that when people have a choice to play and you're making that five hour commitment to mm-hmm. a day, you want stuff to go well. You want to have fun. And frankly, that's all we do here. We're, we're ambassadors of fun. Right. Our only job is to make sure you have a great time. Mm-hmm. I mean, it sounds easy. It's not always easy to do. But I think if people come here with that mindset that we're going to have fun and we're going to have a great time, they absolutely positively will. Yeah, so look, when he mentioned uh, the Par 3 Thursdays, everybody's eyes lit up. Let's see, mm-hmm. Sherm, LB, Par 3 Thursdays, what do you think? Uh I, I love the idea. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's a good way to work on your uh, your short game. Uh, you know, short game is what is what's going to drop your score. Though, let's mm-hmm. be honest. No lie, it's what, yeah. keep, it's what keeps me where I am. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> that fact um, that I can't putt. But I think that'd be pretty cool. I mean, that's different. You know, you have a lot of pitch and putts at different places, different mm-hmm. golf uh, towns. Um, By the way, and we'll do this. There's a pitch and putt in Laurel. 
Um, yeah, near uh, it's at the same place where Gunpowder Golf Course. They have uh, a pigeon putt oh, there for they? five dollars. I took my okay. four year old there. We'll talk about that. Okay, he yeah, parred two holes. Uh-oh. Not even lying. Wow. Well, you said well. So anyway, back. To I, the I don't know if I want to play that now, considering <laughs> that the bar's been set. Yeah, right. Yeah, <laughs> right. Now I'm gonna I'm gonna triple bogey where this. You yeah, know, it's crazy. Four year old is it's pressure. Know, dropping pars. It's, it's yeah. pressure. Go ahead, like presidential <laughs> yeah. show. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that that sounds fun. Uh, you know, it's a little bit different. Um, but it d- definitely does have its logistical issues as well. LB. Yeah, I, I think it's a terrible <laughs> idea. Uh, <laughs> I'm glad to see we agree. Yeah, yeah glad to see well, that's not shy to say well, we stand. Like you said, logistically. So you're going to take an entire golf course, an 18 hole, mm-hmm. par 72, whatever it is, golf course, and make it a par three golf course. So now nobody's playing nothing but par threes. Mm-hmm. It seems to me you got to have a lot of people to show up on that. Thursday or whatever evening that is to make that worthwhile, because mm-hmm. um, you're assuming that there'll be a, there'll be a client base that would not come out that day simply right. because it's all par, all par threes. threes. I would be one of those people. I would not go out there for <laughs> par three. If I want to play par three, I go to par three course. Well, I want to go to some makeshift par three. Course. Right. You know right. what I mean? Right. Um, and, and a lot of their holes, especially like I say, I think my favorite is I want to say it's eight. It's right. <laughs> it's right before. Yeah. It's right before you get to the par three to, to go into you get over the water to get to the. That's nine. So right. that that's nine. So the one before that with the big plateau green, mm-hmm. that's my that's my hole. That's, hole. <laughs> that's my hole. That hole beats the hell out of me every time I play it. But that's 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 my hole, right? Because right. someday I'm going to birdie that hole. That's, that's, that's on my bucket list. But I can't imagine playing that from a par three. I mean, even with a par three, you're yeah, it's hard to get your ball to stick there on that green unless you're ten yards away. Maybe right. if you get it to stick. But if you're anything more than seventy five yards away from that green. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can't get it to stick. I've been playing golf for 15, 17 years now. You know what I'm saying? Right, right. No, I, but I tell you what, I mean, but this is the beauty of the Golf DMV podcast is that, I mean, we get, and we like to get these GMs on, talk about some of the stuff you want to do. You get to hear feedback from real golfers. Mm-hmm. Uh, go to our Facebook page, Golf DMV, and let us know what do you think about a par three Thursday at a course like Lake, mm-hmm. Lake Presidential. Is that something you'd be interested in as a new golfer? Something mm-hmm. you would be interested in as a, as a, you know, golfer for 17 years or, right. or, or not interested in it at all, you right. know, and I'm pretty sure Steve, Steve would like the, 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 the feedback from yeah, that and we'll provide it to him for sure yeah send me um, pictures because I won't be there <laughs> <laughs> well we know Lawrence won't be there at all um, so but he's trying to do some cool things and and, and by the way um, uh, just a, a big um, shout out to Stephen Jeffrey and Lake Presidential for coming on the podcast because again mm-hmm. with a lot of the criticism that the, that the course has been taken I mean it's not easy to kind of come mm-hmm. on and talk about some of the renovations that you're doing now, so. one, one more thing about mm-hmm. the LP now if I remember is it them or was it Rendition that had the crab balls in the clubhouse Somebody had crab balls. I think that was rendition. That was rendition. rendition. Yeah. Okay. But he talked about how he improved the, the menu, menu so where it's not to, just a we need to, yeah, we need to we go need do go a check. tasting there at Absolutely. Lake Presidential. Absolutely. Yeah, let's make it a whole golf He needs need to make sure the <laughs> crab balls are on the menu. Because <laughs> you, you know, can't I have a place in Maryland if you're not going to have crab balls. Exactly. Yeah, you so, have and somebody in this room is turning 40 in a couple months and looking to have a, you know, a little... Celebration. Uh, a little celebration. Well, there so, you go. Right, there we so go. maybe we need to talk to Steve about, uh, <laughs> you know, because apparently their banquet, uh, you know, he, he did he talk talked about, a lot yeah, about that. A lot of the, right. Uh, uh, yeah. And, and, so I, and I think LB. And, mm-hmm. and, and, yeah. and if I'm not mis- uh, no, that was a different course. I'm sorry. But um, but he did talk a lot about that. So, mm-hmm. yeah, you know, why tell not? You earlier, let's I went let's to play a, golf uh, and have a, have a celebration. I went to a wedding reception. Not a reception. What is that thing called? Engagement party. Engagement party. Thank you. <laughs> yes. Well, he's not sure why he was there, right. folks. Just, just hang <laughs> with him. But it was at Lakes Presidential, nice. and it wasn't at the main clubhouse. But it was one of their other 
uh, facilities okay. within their community mm-hmm. by the swimming pool, whatever it's called. I don't know. But it was very nice. It was nice. very well maintained. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, it's very nice, very nice facility. So I customer experience. Exactly. And the the <laughs> the, 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 uh, the area where the party was overlooked the pool. Mm-hmm. So, oh wow. Right. Nice, nice. So you had, you know, eye candy as well. So. <laughs> <laughs> so that's our update on Lake Presidential, everybody. Lake Presidential, thank you so much, uh, GM Stephen Jeffrey, for coming on the podcast, spending time with us. Thank you so much for giving us insight on what you're doing to uh, try to make make Lake Presidential great again. Thank you so much. <laughs> he sounded very genuine, too. He so. did. He yeah, did. Looking I mean, forward to see what he can right. do with it. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. And I, mean, and, I wish him all the luck. I really yeah, do. No, I, mean, yeah. I love the course when it was up. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean, when I was in his office, I mean, you could you could tell that, that it meant a lot to him to, mm-hmm. to, to try to restore. And he talked about the restore trust from the customer. Like mm-hmm. you said, we're going to have to work at it. We have That's to work to restore do. trust, right. but it's not going to it's not going to be overnight. And so Understand. when you go there, uh, Golf DMV uh, listeners, like go with the whole course experience in mind. Mm-hmm. Like go to play, but check out what he's doing with pace of play. Mm-hmm. Also check out the clubhouse. Sit in the grill and check out the new mm-hmm. menu that he's right. been talking right. about. Crab and just, balls. And just check out <laughs> the whole uh, guest experience. And when you do that, and when you go there, let them know that you listened on Golf DMV. Again, I want to say thank you so much to uh, T.L. Benton for all the music on uh, the podcast you can go to his website www. does anybody do www. anymore on their website so. everyone pretty much knows you yeah. gotta type unless you're right Tony Corn <laughs> right. right. so just go to his website bentoninstituteofthearts.com if you want some music lessons or your kids want music lessons or something like that he's really 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 good thank you so much for listening to Golf DMV thank you for sharing the link and telling everybody you know this is Golf DMV South Dakota Stories, Volume 3. It was my first time traveling alone. Packed my car with hiking boots, a camera, and my dog, Randy. I don't know what I was searching for. Maybe it was something new with adventure. Maybe it was the idea of vacation I would never expect. Filled with wildlife, national parks, rivers. Whatever it was I set out to find, it was all there and more. Because there's so much South Dakota. So little time.